This is Faster Forward from Northern Trust Asset Servicing, where we explore stories, insights, and lessons learned from leaders and innovators that are driving transformation across their industries. This is Faster Forward from Northern Trust Asset Servicing. In this podcast, we explore stories, insights, and lessons learned from leaders and innovators who are driving transformation across their industries. I'm Patrice Sikora, and joining me today for our discussion is Chris Carano, Vice President of Strategic Research at Venn by Two Sigma. Now, Chris is going to discuss the work that Venn by Two Sigma is doing in the digital asset space, the Venn platform, and how returns-based analytics can help investors better understand their risk. But before we dive into today's discussion, Let's hear a little bit about you, Chris. Tell us about your career journey, what it's looked like thus far, and how you came to your role at Venn by Two Sigma. Sure. And of course, firstly, thank you so much for having me. Before we get started, I would like to make clear that the views I share on this podcast are not necessarily an endorsement by Two Sigma of the views I express, and they are also not intended to be relied upon as investment advice please refer to Venn's website for important disclaimer and disclosure information. So back to the question on how I ended up at Venn by Two Sigma. I started at Wisdom Tree, which is an ETF provider and asset manager. When I left there, I was in a quantitative role, helping to research and construct equity style factor indexes for ETFs. Now, when I say factors, you can think of strategies like value, quality, momentum, low volatility, and small cap, for example. I then moved to BlackRock, where I was, again, focusing on factor ETFs, but now, instead of building them, I was traveling around and helping clients better understand what factors are, how they work, and how they can be powerful solutions for their portfolios. Now, clearly, I couldn't get enough of factor investing, which is why I transitioned to Venn at Two Sigma. So Venn is a premier multi-factor risk analysis platform with a focus on being simple and intuitive. So now I'm working with not only equity factors, but macro factors such as equity, interest rates, and commodities as well. So my current role is VP of strategic research, and it's an interesting one. I do things like help clients understand how to get the most out of Venn. I help to digest and simplify our quantitative research, but most notably, I provide thought leadership on how factors and other quantitative techniques found on Venn can help investors better understand the risks of their portfolios, managers, and even the markets themselves. Much of this is thought leadership comes in the form of research-based writing on our blog, webinars, speaking at conferences, things like that. Got it. Got it. Thank you for that. All right. Now, in 2021, Northern Trust entered a strategic agreement with Two Sigma to provide Venn's leading quantitative analytics capabilities to their clients. So tell us a little more about what Venn does and your area of expertise in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Those are great questions. So I like to think of Venn in two major ways. The first is Venn's foundation, and the second is the quantitative institutional level insights. Venn's foundation is that of a holistic investment analysis platform. This allows you to conduct many of the typical workflows you might do in Excel and PowerPoint, but in a much more efficient way. So 
Think of simple things like monitoring portfolios, manage your due diligence and selection, prospecting clients, performance reporting, really just anything that demonstrates the value of investment decisions generally. So to do this, Venn has many of the risk and return metrics you're probably used to seeing, things like trend analysis and scenario analysis. We have uh, robust reporting and customization capabilities, the ability to download data, and importantly, the ability to share your analysis with members of your team simply by sending a link. Now, one last important note I wanna make about this foundation I'm describing is that Venn only needs return streams to conduct all of the analysis I mentioned. Now, we provide over 100,000 public investments for users to work with. This includes most of the mutual funds, stocks, and ETF investors need, but for other investments, such as privates, you can easily upload your own return streams. Hmm. So this is what I mean when I say Venn is a returns-based platform. And using only returns can eliminate a lot of the messy work that comes with holdings data. And we believe this makes investment analysis a lot more straightforward and easier to conduct. And this is especially true when you can't even access the holdings data to begin with. Right, right. Now, this foundation I described is cloud-based and allows institutional investors with sophisticated multi-asset portfolios a way to systematize their investment process. And I think this was a key reason that Northern Trust partnered with Venn. Additionally, and this is kind of going into my second part of how I see Venn, Northern Trust wanted to bring Venn's unique quantitative insights to institutional investors as a way to help them understand their portfolio and risks at a deeper level. You know, as I mentioned, this is a good segue to the second part of the way I think about Venn, which is based on how it provides access to the two sigma factor lens. So this factor lens represents unique institutional level insights that can only be found on Venn. It's a system built by Two Sigma to identify and decompose risk for managers or portfolios using 18 major systematic risk factors found in the market. For example, you can see how high quality your equity manager is, or you could quantitatively track the interest rate exposure of your bond manager or overall portfolio throughout time. You can even examine a manager's performance more closely by looking at Venn's residual risk, which may consist of alpha or other types of explainable risk, unexplainable risk, I should say. So you can analyze this residual component and whether it's been increasing or decreasing over time, evaluating if there has been an additive benefit from that unique part of a manager's returns. Now, importantly, inside of a multi-asset portfolio, you can source which sleeves or managers are exposed to Venn's risk factors and by how much. Now, I know that was a lot, but it's worth noting that a cornerstone of Venn's factor analysis is to highlight which risk factors may be the most important for each unique investment. And this is essentially a less is more approach, helping investors digest this information in a way that leads to real investment insight. So, Given that I come 
from a background of both building factor-based products and helping clients incorporate them into their portfolios then was a perfect fit for me. It allowed me to focus less on representing individual strategies and more on how factors can help investors understand common risks for multi-asset portfolios. And I wanna mention just one last thing. I think even more specifically to Venn, I was attracted to the platform because it focused on helping users understand the big takeaways for their investments. And I found that this is a surprisingly big challenge in both the institutional and wealth space. And this is especially true when it comes to quantitative insights, where it's easy to get lost in a lot of data and lose sight of what's really important. Hmm. And there's always more and more data coming our way. For instance, in recent years, institutional investor interest in digital assets, cryptocurrencies especially, it's skyrocketed. And more and more financial institutions have launched crypto investment products. So how is this changing the investment landscape? And how does it change the work you're doing at Venn? Yeah, you're definitely right about more institutional interest in crypto. We've been getting a lot more questions about crypto at Venn as well. So in my opinion, this changes the investment landscape for institutional investors most directly when it comes to their asset allocation. So for example, they have to ask themselves questions like, if I allocate to crypto, where in my portfolio does it go? How much do I add? And where should I source it from? These questions can be difficult to answer, and they come with a ton of caveats, such as how does crypto perform in different market environments? How does it diversify with my current portfolio? And if I do plan to invest in crypto, is it through a long-only approach or perhaps another way? Because investors are asking these questions, we're trying to provide the tools they need to find the answers without our suggested step one being go out in the world and just learn <laughs> everything there is to know about crypto, right? So a good question is, how are we doing that? Well, first, just a little bit of context. So I mentioned Venn is a returns-based platform, which means that as long as you have the return stream you'd like to use for a cryptocurrency, you can easily incorporate it into multi-asset portfolio analysis. But getting a time series of returns for cryptocurrencies is harder than it may seem. So to begin with, take crypto exchange data. The sheer volume of data and data sources is immense. There are many crypto exchanges globally that operate 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, each in a unique way. Mm. And there are also few to no standards of digital asset exchange data. So in order for Venn to have quality crypto return streams for our institutional clients, we provide something called cryptocurrency reference rates. So reference rates are created by aggregating different crypto pricing across various exchanges into one return stream for each coin. So as a result, we can provide a representative time series for each coin sourced from data across various exchanges. Now this performance data can then be used to evaluate risk and return properties for crypto or to build a digital asset sleeve in your portfolio, for example. Now quickly, I wanna contrast 
when speaking about crypto managers, instead of the individual currencies, the managers have to deal with this issue, not the investor. As a result, at the crypto fund level, you can just continue to analyze the manager's returns the same way as you would any other investment fund. So ultimately at Venn, we believe that between crypto reference rates and the typical public data that Venn provides, institutional investors have what they need to start answering some of their critical asset allocation questions. Now, in terms of one additional teaser regarding how institutional interest in crypto changes the work we do at Venn, we are, as of right now, researching the possibility of adding a 19th systematic risk factor to our factor lens, and that essentially would be a crypto market factor. But wow. on that topic, I will leave you on a little bit of a <laughs> finger for the next time. All right. There will be a next time then. <laughs> All right. So next, explain how Venn's platform and risk analytics engine help allocators better understand how crypto can fit in their pre-existing risk management frameworks? Yeah, that's an important question. Alongside providing many of the traditional risk and return metrics that many investors use, something unique about Venn is the ability to understand specifically how much risk is being driven by each investment or sleeve within a portfolio. While we can do this using our factor model, I think for crypto, many investors are just trying to understand basic risk and return properties better. So for example, then can tell you what percent of total portfolio volatility may be coming directly from a crypto sleeve, or how much a crypto sleeve is driving a portfolio's total return. Now, this type of analysis allows investors to better understand the impact of adding incremental allocations of crypto to a portfolio and better align with their desired risk reward trade-offs. And this can also help their clients or investment committees, for example, more clearly understand how a crypto allocation is affecting their risk return and overall portfolio diversification. Fascinating. Fascinating. We could have used that, what, a, a year or two ago and crypto <laughs> was going berserk all over the place. Yeah. All right. So two-pronged question here. What's the biggest concern you're hearing from institutional investors when they're thinking about leveraging crypto? And how does your content series, Venn on Digital Assets, educate and inform allocators? Yeah, so this may be a surprise, but one of the biggest concerns we hear is, where do I start? As I mentioned, crypto comes with tons of hurdles including the immense amount of work it would take to understand all its nuances, as well as the challenge of using the right data. So the point of the content series is to empower investors to realize they don't need a whole new playbook to begin incorporating crypto into their portfolios. So with just a return stream, you can conduct the risk and return analysis that you're used to. And you don't need to be an expert on cryptocurrencies to analyze their risk and return properties. This is also true when it comes to quantitatively evaluating crypto investment managers as part of your standard due diligence process. So overall, this means you don't need to be an expert on crypto to potentially understand which coins or managers may be a better fit for your investment strategy, or what percent allocation to crypto may meet your risk and reward expectations, at least on a 
based on historical data. All right. Well, some analysts, or rather some investors, may think crypto is an alternative to equity exposure and that they might have an inverse, maybe negative relationship. Please elaborate on why investors believe this or may believe this. And what is Venn's stance on that theory? Yeah, this was actually a topic I wrote about extensively on Venn's blog, just to briefly hit on why many think crypto. And for our purposes, I'll discuss Bitcoin, since that coin has the highest market cap. It's a long history, and it was the topic of the blog I wrote on this point. So I believe why some investors believe that Bitcoin may be thought of as an alternative asset is because historically, it has had a zero or even negative correlation to equities. So in fact, if we look at the 10 years or so from July 2010 to right before the COVID crash in February 2020, Bitcoin's correlation to Venn's equity factor was virtually zero. Hmm. However, when the COVID crash happened, Bitcoin fell dramatically, and we saw that indeed it does seem to have some connection with global equity markets. Now, this became true again when global rates began to rise, and we saw Bitcoin and equity correlations rise as well. So contrasting its zero correlation with equities before the COVID crash, since March of 2020, its correlation with equities has been 0.35. That's a meaningfully high number that could put into question whether it belongs in an alternative portfolio. Now, it is worth noting that using then factor analysis, we found the peak of the overlap between Bitcoin and equities was around August of 2022. So at this time, Venn's equity factor explained almost 62% of the risk that we saw in Bitcoin over the trailing six months. Now, since August of 2022, we've seen a significant drop in our equity factors ability to explain Bitcoin movements. So in fact, over the most recent six month period, our equity factor is not even identified as meaningful to explain Bitcoin volatility. At least over the recent years, as Bitcoin has become more mainstream and the macro environment has changed, then showed us that Bitcoin has gone through cycles of being explained by movements in global equities. Now, this is important context when considering whether or not it's an alternative. So if investors imagine the role of an alternative Bitcoin allocation to be a diversifier for equities in all periods, including market drawdowns or rising rates, then they're probably set up for disappointment. Now, with that being said, the expectations for how Bitcoin may perform in different market environments should become more and more clear as time passes and markets have more data with which to understand crypto behavior generally. But it is worth noting that time may show that a long, short crypto strategy may more correctly fit into the alternative sleeve than a long-only approach. But you know, we'll see whether that ends up being true. All right. So in your opinion, what does the future of cryptocurrency and digital assets look like? And are they going to become as common as, as stocks and derivatives and the like? Yeah. And then, and honestly, me personally as well, we take a neutral approach to crypto. So with that being said, whether it be talk of you know crypto on financial news networks or reputable financial institutions beginning to kind of incorporate it into their day-to-day, there's definitely 
a lot of evidence to suggest that it is slowly being accepted into the larger financial system, and it's more likely than not here to stay. The one thing crypto shows us, in my opinion, is that sometimes our multi-asset portfolios may have more to them than just equities and bonds. But just because that's true, it doesn't mean we can't be ready to analyze the risk and return of these investments holistically. I think the larger point here is whether it's crypto, wine, or some other new or nuanced asset, we believe by using returns-based analysis and factors, you can begin to put these new or different assets into context within the current market framework. Chris, what is a final thought you want institutional investors to keep in mind about dealing, embracing, evolving with digital assets to drive their organizations faster forward? Yeah, I just say, you know, if you're out there thinking about incorporating crypto into your portfolio, you may not need to hire a crypto expert or build a vast crypto database to do it. Ultimately, it's up to you to decide what works with your investment mandate or clients, but traditional types of risk and return analysis that you're used to can still be applied to crypto. Now with then, an important point will be understanding the marginal impact additional crypto exposure can have on a portfolio and its underlying risks. So more specifically, there are single representative return streams called reference rates for each coin that can be used to understand the risk and reward properties of the asset class. And you can use those same returns to assess how diversifying it might be with your overall portfolio, as well as what percent allocation to crypto might make sense. So essentially, just don't be discouraged. <laughs> you can gain confidence that you can continue to use your traditional returns-based workflows when it comes to analyzing cryptocurrencies. Chris, thanks so much for joining us today to discuss the great work that Venn by Two Sigma is doing to assist allocators in understanding how crypto can fit within their pre-existing risk management frameworks and what the future of this asset class may look like. And thank you for listening to Faster Forward from Northern Trust Asset Servicing. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Subscribe to Faster Forward from your favorite podcast app to be automatically notified of new episodes. This audio podcast is being provided for informational and educational purposes only and is not meant to be taken as investment advice or a recommendation of any specific investment product or strategy. The information does not take your financial situation, investment objective, or risk tolerance into consideration. Listeners, including professionals, should under no circumstances rely upon this information as a substitute for their own research or for obtaining specific legal, investment, accounting, or tax advice from their own counsel. Northern Trust Corporation, Head Office 50 South LaSalle Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60603. USA Incorporated with limited liability in the U.S. 